0: Mike Opperman with another Bova News chat, and I'm here with Marcy Tessman, President and CEO of Co Next. Good afternoon, Marcy.
1: Hi, Mike. This is awesome to be here talking to you today at NCBA Convention in
0: Houston. Yeah, it certainly is good to be face to face again. Um, so Co Next has done uh, some consumer research on alternative proteins. Why don't you tell us a little bit more about that?
1: Sure. We have uh, established kind of a long line of consumer research over the years. And actually we started this alternative protein research in 2019. So 2021, we repeated the study so that we can understand the trends across consumers.
0: What are some of those trends uh, that you've seen and, and what are some of the things that the research has revealed?
1: Sure. Well, this is a study across just over a thousand consumers, and it ranged on all the age groups, um, Gen Z to baby boomers. Um, It also is a cross-section of rural, suburban and urban consumers.
0: So we think it's pretty
1: quantitative. Um, One of the biggest, most alarming um, statistics coming from it as you compare to 2019 is that across all age groups, 70% of respondents have either tried and or um, intend to try alternative proteins. And in 2019, that, that percentage was 42. So it's taken quite a big jump over the last two years
0: it's taken it's, it's taken that significant jump why do you think that is or why are consumers do you think more interested in alternative proteins
1: that's a really good question what we did is looked at that um, and broke it down by age group for example with baby boomers there's a desire to eat more healthy so with some there's a perception that alternative proteins enable to have a healthier diet. With Gen Z, on the other hand, there is a much bigger um, commitment and desire to help with environmental issues, global climate change,
0: uh, animal welfare,
1: uh, water, things that they think attribute to uh, you know, that alternative proteins can help uh, with as well.
0: So did the study look at things like um, alternative beef or alternative um, alternative dairy products, things like that? Did they break that down? Or do you think it's just a general desire to have uh, more of an alternative protein uh, food stuff in your pantry?
1: The alternative proteins, it did break it down. Uh, Alternative beef is the largest of that entire category. And it does garner a little over half of it. So it does skew it to, you know, your alternative hamburger, of course. Um, But it did cover all aspects of alternative proteins. And there's been such an emerging trend of that over the years. And uh, we saw that even during
0: the pandemic, the addition of, of new ones into the category. So we're here at NCBA. There's a lot of beef here, um, a lot of cattlemen here, a lot of industry professionals here. So, what do you, so putting on your marketing hat, what do you think we can do as an industry or as cattlemen to help promote um, what I would call real beef or real protein as opposed to some of these alternative protein products?
1: Well I think first of all with this study and others that are out there is understanding what those uh, that especially that Gen Z category that's going to continue to grow uh, what are their motivations and help them because all of the aspects that came out of the study for the Gen Z uh, population really are aspects of sustainability and so if you think about it alternative proteins May help with achieving some sustainability measurements that the industry is um, tackling, and that's actually one of the opportunities with it.
0: So, where do you think the what do you think the future holds in terms of you know continuing to tell the beef story or or um, talking about sustainability in the beef marketplace?
1: I think the future is really great. There's been a lot of discussion here at the convention about sustainability and what a wonderful story we have to tell. I think it even came up at the LPC luncheon today, and it's just really wonderful to see how many of the ranchers and companies and associations are really rallying around that need and that desire to tell that sustainability story. It comes with all sorts of things. You know, especially the measurements that um, they're now gathering, and, and there's just a huge impetus to um, share that information.
0: So I think, well, I think we definitely have a great story to tell, and um, certainly thank you for telling your story about the research today, Marcy. It's been great to visit with you.
1: Thank you, Mike. This has been really fun.
0: And this has been another Bova News chat.